guys, my name is Cheryl Burns, and I am Sierra Tribble, Tribble, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the, the, pod, pod, the podcast. Hey guys. Yo. It's me, Sierra. And me, Cheryl. Welcome to episode 21 and a half. Right. It's a special GHO edition. Um, we're on the campus of the illustrious North Carolina Agricultural and Technical State University. In the radio station. In the radio station, because I got the plug. Right. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, you the plug. And uh, you so, plug. Uh, you know, we got you guys, we've had promoted the uh, the Jiho Edition panel. And so we just come from that. We're on a high, actually. Yeah. We just want to say, first of all, thank you so much to uh, Miss Wiggins for allowing us to put this event together. And we want to say thank you to the students and also the panelists, uh, Greg Hill from Minority Trailblazer, the ladies from It's Facts Only, the gentlemen from the 1K Podcast, and the two lovely ANC ladies from Melodated Perspective. Thank you guys so much for coming out yeah. and uh, lending your opinions and your thoughts and just helpful information to the students. Oh, and Travis Jackson. And Travis Jackson. Um, for, uh, he is the CEO and founder of HBCU Pride Nation. He was our moderator, and I cannot thank him enough for... Yes. Just bringing just a different type of energy to the panel. <laughs> just just being him. He's right. always been like that, and that that's really it. Yeah. He hasn't changed. And that's and I love it about him. It was super dope. So yeah. we're feeling really good. I know. So this is gonna be a short episode, you guys. Um, because we got turning up to do. It's right, our you know, listen, it's homecoming. We love y'all, yeah. but uh, we gotta turn up. Um, so let's just jump right into it. Yeah. <clears throat> oh, gosh, we're gonna start with. The hard stuff? We're going to start with Vegas. We just want to, like, first of all, just our thoughts and prayers, even mm-hmm. though everybody's been saying that's not enough. Right now, that's what we can give. Our thoughts and prayers go out to all the victims of that senseless act of violence um, by that terrorist. Yes. I don't care what they say. Uh, that terrorist who uh, shot up, what was it, 50 plus people? I, I'm hearing now, I think the last I heard was 58 people who are confirmed yeah. dead. And I think, like, over 200-something that were confirmed injured yeah just you know checked into the mandalay bay uh, hotel in las vegas nevada Mm -hmm. sin city and um broke a window and just started shooting out of the window at a bunch of just happy people at a country uh country music concert you know that when i saw that okay i woke up that morning getting ready for work and when i saw it i instantly thought of when i went to made in america this year right because that could have easily been me right because you think you know we're in downtown philly High rises all around us. Yeah, and that that could have been that could have been me. Yeah, I was on Twitter and I'm seeing like the whole like the hip hop community. Like I saw like French Montana and Trey mm-hmm. Songz. Everybody was like, because they were just out there for the iHeart Radio Festival literally mm-hmm. a week prior, and they were like, "Yo, like we were just on that same stage. What's going on?" That's so sad. And I think the thing that that it just the thing that hurts me is that they're not trying to call it terrorism. Media calling him everything, but it was yeah. was the, was he a lone wolf? He was a billionaire. He has all these properties. Right. Okay. They're saying, uh, you know, they had his brother on the news saying, you know, I would have never guessed that he, you know, he didn't show any signs. Or. And a lot of people are saying, like, you know, he just doesn't look like a terrorist. Oh. Terror, terror doesn't have a look. Terrorist doesn't have a look. Mental illness doesn't have a look. Right. Um, there are people out here who are mentally ill walking the streets every day, and you would never know people that are sitting right next to you, people that are, you know... At your workplace, at uh, your church, just at the grocery store, the man behind you, the cashier, you don't know. So I really think people need to stop saying that he doesn't look like a terrorist or he doesn't look like somebody that would commit this heinous crime. You know what I'm saying? Right. Neither did the kids from Columbine, neither did Dylan Roof. Uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> neither did Dylan Roof, neither did um, 
any of these people. But that's the thing. You think about what terrorism looks like. And if you, if you could go back, what Columbine was what, 90, what was that, 80s? 98. 98. 90, yeah, 98. So what are we, like almost 20, 30 years? Yeah. 30 years. You go back 30 years and the terrorism looks like, and I hate to say, well, I don't want to hate to say, to say this, but it looks like a white male. Right. But it's like, you don't want to call a spade a spade. Yeah. That's exactly what he is. These people were minding their business. Right. At a concert, enjoying themselves. And this guy just was like, I'm going to just take all these. How you get, how you get, he had like, what, 40 guns? 42 guns. 42 guns. 42 military guns. And that's like the main thing. Do you know that there's kits out that people can buy now where you don't have to have a military rifle, but you Mm -hmm. literally can buy a kit and put it on a regular gun to make it shoot. uh, Yeah, uh, to make, uh, exactly. To make it shoot 50 rounds. He was like, what do you need that for? Like, why are you so mad? That, that is. (laughs) What do you need that for? Like, and why are y'all selling it? To just random people. Well, that's because there's there's no real background checks needed for that. And this is where I, I want to say, where's the NRA? Because the NRA is... Oh, they real quiet. Uh, silent. They real quiet. So very, all lives matter. Silent. Y'all real quiet. Y'all <laughs> real quiet. Very, very silent. And it's like, even after Sandy Hook happened, where kids, where kids lost their lives, children. Right. Children. And you're, and they just feel like, oh, we need to have these guns. What What is happening in your neighborhood? Where you need to have a semi-automatic, right? I don't. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I just don't understand. It's really kind of frustrating, you know. We need to really find a way to regulate these gun laws, and we also need to regulate security. Like, there's so many things that are that you need to go through security, where you really don't. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I shouldn't have to be in a library and somebody checking me, but yet y'all want to just sell military rifles to you know every Tom, Dick, and Harry that walks in the store and just you know smiles and has an idea and some cash, right? But then you also have the black market. Well, here's the thing about security, though, because even though they even though they pat down everybody who comes in, if you're having a, a concert in an open field like that, how are you going to secure the high rises? How are you going to secure the apartments? Granted, he did smash those windows out in that yeah. hotel because you can't open windows in yeah, Vegas. Yeah, you can't open you can't open windows in any hotel. Yeah, it's like a balcony. Yeah, yeah. And I don't even think they have like rooftops. It's right. Not... So, so how do, how does one go how does one go securing that? Right. If it's, you know, the safety of the people down there from people in hotels and high rises and things like that. Yeah, but here's my thing. So 45 was just there yesterday. Okay. I'm pretty sure they had snipers up on all them buildings. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, but I I don't know. I mean, because like when I went to Vegas, like you had to show your hotel key room just to get to the elevator. Wow. I stayed in the Bellagio and it Mm -hmm. it irritated me. You know, you, you know, you, you done turned up. Now I got to find my, my hotel room key. That's just too much. (laughs) But at the end of the day, like, okay, so you check out my hotel. You, he could have stole that from anybody. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, what are we doing that, what can we do to keep people safe and secure in these large areas? Even airport security has gone down. I mean, is it, would you suggest like not having festivals like that no like you know what I'm like in those open spaces like that where I think if you're gonna have an open space like that you know if you're gonna have a concert open space like that then you need to also have security and like you said like the high rises there should have been somebody walking up and down these halls and these hotel rooms Mm -hmm. on the rooftop or just on the street Mm -hmm. well if you think about the Mandalay Bay though they don't have any uh balconies so he was inside of his room smashed the window yeah but even then if there was maybe somebody watching right I don't know. This is like I just want to know like how would it should have been like because I'm sure if you smashed that window, an alarm should have went off. Whoever was on the security on that hole right. should have been able to go in there and be like, "Wait, whoa!" Right? You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, come yeah. on, yeah. It, you just can't go anywhere anymore. Nowhere is safe. It's it makes me it's, really sad. I was hurt. You know, it makes me really really I sad. I cried about that because I really just thought of myself. I was like, man, I was just in a situation. Yeah, like, like it's like. You know, I was talking to my dad. Like I was like, "Oh, you guys are gonna go to this Robert Glasper show in Charlotte?" And he was like. 
he wants to go, but he's like, you know, the way things are going on in the world, like, I don't even want to be in this big old crowd right, right. now. You're, you know what I'm saying? scared. Like, I said the last episode, this dude walked in that church the other day. He, you know, he looked kind of suspect because he came in and he just, you know, was just kind of looking around, mm-hmm. you know. So, you know, we was ready. Right. You know, we like, <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm like, you know, like, my dad's like, you know, my, my dad's always been real secure, you know, mm-hmm. security nut. So he over there looking at him like. I'm like, can you stop distracting me from this sermon? Like, you know what I'm saying? But, but I mean, the dude was just there. He just came late and just wanted to hear, you know, mm-hmm. you know, God's word. But you just, you, you gotta look for people like that. And that makes me so uncomfortable that I have to, that I have to stay on ten all the time. Because sometimes you just want to go somewhere where you're having a good time and you're relaxed. You're like, who? I don't like have to homecoming. Think of, yeah, yeah. I would have hate to have to think about like, you know, oh my God, there might be somebody out here with. AK forty seven. We all about to be in the yard Saturday, and you know we right. bring out the thousands. Now we got to worry about. Now we got to worry about. You know. Yeah. Some nonsense. It's it's just too much. It's just too much. But yeah. So I guess we can move on to uh, Tina Campbell. Now, for those of you who don't know, Tina Campbell is one half of the gospel duo uh, Mary Mary. She recently came out and said that she voted for 45 because of, they had, wait, what was maybe his, she, his Christian views. His Christian views aligned with hers. Yeah. So. I mean, you're welcome to vote who you want to vote for. Absolutely. I, I guess it's more of like a shock factor. It is. Like, here you got this gospel artist, you know, you know, work of Christ, mm-hmm. and you sit here talking about you voted for Trump and his views. I just like was that the only thing that she thought of? It couldn't have been. But her no, it had to be because you think of everything that we that we talked about during the election season, healthcare, women's rights, um, who he is as a person, the things that he's done in the public eye, and you were like, I'm just gonna stick with this one thing, right? But you know, I had I had a couple. I mean, I won't name no names. I had a couple people, you know, that I found that they voted for 45, and I'm like. You know, instead of, you know, I try not to get, I was like, really? Political. Like, why? But, yeah. you know, then they're telling me why. And I'm like, so that's the only one reason why you couldn't get Hillary Clinton in here? You were still mad about her emails? Mm-hmm. That's what it is. But, you know, 45, was he was that guy for you. And he probably didn't even, you know, he probably didn't even believe in what you think he believes in. It's just he was just saying it because that's what the Republican Party wanted him to say. Right. And he wanted to prove to everybody that he could get voted into office by a bunch of silly people. And that's what happened. <laughs> I just... I just was really floored. First of all, I just she's always been an interesting one to me, Tina. Mm-hmm. Ever since like the show when they had their show, it came. I just was like something about she's her. different. Yeah, she's super different. And then we just got to add her to the list with Ray Lewis. Oh no, are we canceling her? I mean, I'll yeah, <laughs> we're, yeah. We're we can. Getting, <sighs> oh man, I'll cancel the current one. I'm still gonna listen to Mary Mary. Yeah, you know what I'm saying shackles, walking, all that stuff. Yes. Those are still the jams. Absolutely, absolutely. But I mean. We just gotta add her. We can just add her to the list with Ray Lewis and Paris from CNN, and uh, the list can go, the list goes on. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it I is that can, sucks. I mean, I like a lot of their songs, right? And now you're listening to them like, uh. but she's always been the problematic one, though, right? I mean, I'm still mad at her sister for doing that trap gospel song. I'm still upset I, about that. The I Love God song? Yeah. Stop. Okay, I thought it was just me, because I'm like, maybe I'm being a hater. You don't put trap and gospel in the same sentence. Well, a lot of people try to make it happen to trap. No? You're no, shaking your head? No. no. Okay. No. So I guess Ty Tribbett, that's for you, too. I heard this song the other day. It's like, we, huh, huh, huh. They just trying Stop. to. <laughs> they have Stop a... it. Okay. They have an audience that they're going. Okay. 
She's giving me that look, so I'm gonna just say nothing else. No. Um, and it might just be me. I'm more of a hymnal spiritual type. Of, you know what I'm saying? Like I like the spirituals. I like the hymns. I like you know. I even like the alternative gospel, but the trap gospel. I don't want to think about you know Young Thug while I'm trying to praise God. They're, I'm just saying. But listen, they're just trying to get that audience. Like, can you? No, honestly, can you fault them for that? You think about like a lot of the articles that come out saying how they're how we're losing the youth to you know whatever, and trying to bring that youth back into the church and back into Christianity. Can you fault them? I mean, but is, isn't there like a better way than to call it trap gospel? Can't we do other things like maybe he can have a millennial Bible study where we're more so? Don't get me started, ooh girl. Like you know, you have a, we can have a millennial Bible study where we're relating stories of the Bible to real life situations mm-hmm. like David and Goliath, and how you have that whole big block barrier in front of you. You need to do all that you can to knock it down. Yes, mm-hmm. I went there. I'm not mad at you. I'm just saying. I ain't mad at you. I'm just saying. That I, there's, there's, they're trying to find avenues. You know what I'm saying? And I think the most, the easiest avenue for them is. Trap gospel. We right? was just talking about this in church, so that's why I'm so triggered. I'm like, mm, yeah, nah, 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 <laughs> not with it. I'm not They're with just it. Trying to find avenues for the kids. It's for the kids. All right, it's for the kids. No, do your Christmas pageants and your Easter pageants, and let's, you know, what I'm saying, let's keep it. Let's keep it there. All right, I'm we're, just saying. We're, we're gonna move on. All right. Did you hear that the women? I'm not. I'm not even gonna go there with you because I'm gonna just let you have that. I'm just saying. Did you hear that um, the women in Saudi Arabia can now have the right to drive? I know. Only, did, you know. Did you see? Okay. Look at this ad. Isn't that the dopest thing? That's scary. Because I don't know what the proper. The thing, hijab? Yes. That's yeah. what it's called. I thought it was kind of cool. Like that was a new promotion for them. Like saying, hey, women can, women can drive in Saudi Arabia now. What caused them uh, to let them drive besides the fact that they're women and they have places to go? Well, I'm not really. A... <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like. Well, I know a lot of, I know like women can't do a lot of the things in that religion. So I think uh-huh. I thought that was just like, yeah, they they're not allowed to. They can't vote. They can't. They can't open a bank account. They can't oh, own their own God. businesses. Yeah, there's a lot of restrictions when it comes to being a woman in Saudi Arabia. So in America. Well, they have a little bit more than we got, than yeah, we have. True. So I just thought that was dope. I wanted to bring that up. Let somebody in America say, hey, you can't drive. I can't. Do Why? Because you're a woman. What? Excuse me. With the, they'll be doing how Ray Lewis was doing last week with the <laughs> right. sassy. I got six kids. I'm got, a 42 year old man. Right. He was, okay, he sis. was very sassy. <laughs> See you with these hands. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, did you want to talk about NFL protests again, or? I feel like it's been kind of calm. It's it's calmed down a little bit this week. Um, now we got NBA protests. So you know Adam Silver. That's right. I knew it was something. Yeah. Commissioner Adam Silver said that they must stand during the national anthem, and our boy uh, J.R. Smith retweeted it and was like, "Yeah." I, um, uh, how you think that's going to turn out? I think it's. I mean, the Knicks. You know, my 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 beloved Knicks. They stood up the other night, but they also linked. Are they had their head down? Yeah. Um, I guess you know the Knicks are kind of not in a place to not follow rules. You, you, so, <laughs> <laughs> you feel me? Um, now we're gonna see what the Cavs do, and maybe what the Golden State Warriors do, and then you know my Thunder gonna do, and then uh, see. I don't, I don't find the NBA to be as a what's the word I'm looking for? Like I don't, I don't feel like they would follow the rules. I, I mean, I guess be aggressive towards that. Like, you know mm. what I'm saying? Like, they will probably just be like, I'm going to just stand up, whatever. It ain't no big deal. Because, because it, I guess, we, and I think for me, it's because the protest didn't start in the NBA. So it probably is not, it probably doesn't mean, not to say that it doesn't mean that much yeah. to them, but. 
I mean, but think about like last year. Well, not last year. It's been it's been a couple years since Eric Gardner. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, like they had the I can't breathe shirt. So right. I mean, they I mean they they started they started something. So it's like. I don't know. I was actually surprised that Commissioner Silver was kind of against it because when Me they too. had them, I can't breathe shirts. They, you know, he was with them. Yeah. So I guess he just. I mean, it's probably all politics. You know, I, you don't want that scrutiny I, going on because really Roger Goodell is trash. Thought like com, uh, Commissioner Silver was a little bit more progressive than that because even when you think about when the 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 HB two bill and how he had snatched the uh, right the All Star game from Charlotte, I was Ugh. like, oh, this guy. So upset about that, though. So. Girl, I was about to get a weave. Exactly. I was, to, I was ready. I was getting a relaxer and a weave because I, I don't want to work anymore. I was ready. <laughs> I just didn't understand. But yeah, I thought he was a little bit more progressive. So I was kind of like, like that was a little bit shocking to me too. Like, oh, wow. I guess we're just going to see how like, like right now it's preseason. It is. So we're just going to wait till the regular season. I don't, I don't, I'm not expecting much out of him. I'm not. I'm telling you right now. I'm going to say this. I'm, an ex- I'm expecting the opposite from, as in like, they're going to sit down from J.R. Smith, mm-hmm. uh, Dion Waiters. Uh, you know, the hood ones. Um, <laughs> um maybe Dwayne Wade. Um it's a few, Russell Westbrook, my bro. I'm mm-hmm. a, he probably like, I do what I want. Um, you know what I'm saying? It's a few of them is like, yeah, okay. I mean, cause at the end of the day, it's like, what y'all gonna do? Fire me? <laughs> LeBron James. Right. Y'all gonna get rid of me? <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> I do what I want. It and I'm gonna play be, and I'm gonna win. Interesting. Yeah. We shall see. Okay, Speaking right. of Dwayne Wade. Um, did you hear about Gabrielle Union and her infertility issues? Yeah. So she, there's an article that was released two, three days ago, how she talked about how she's had about eight or nine miscarriages at this point in her life. Yeah. Um, she, she has infertility issues and she was just talking about how it's been difficult on her, especially with her going with that, when her and Dwayne had that break yeah and he, and had, he had a, a he had a baby, baby while he had a yeah he had a baby on her while he had a break and then she was helping him raise that would hurt. I'm sorry. yeah like, yeah yeah and she was um helping raise the other boys that that he raised so it was a it was a lot it was an interesting huh? yeah yeah uh, yes yeah. yes yeah <laughs> yes yes d wizzy yeah you didn't know that d way had a break baby on with some stripper or whatever yeah yeah in like Miami. Side note, we have a special guest in yeah. here, <laughs> Greg Hill from the Minority Trailblazer podcast. He's he's listening today, but um, that's him here talking in the background. But yes, D Wizzy had a break baby on Gabrielle Union, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then she's de- and now I guess it's like now you like she's dealing with these fertility issues. Mm-hmm. Like you looking at him like really? Yeah. First Oh. Oh. <laughs> don't get her, don't get Sierra started talking about Kevin Hart. Don't get her started to, like don't get her started talking about Kevin Hart because she he's not. Funny. Well, I mean, technically, yeah, I guess if you want to say that, yeah, yeah. Well, well, Kevin, well, Kevin Hart didn't have a baby on. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Let's hope he didn't have a baby. He had a whole baby. Well, well, the baby doesn't live with him and um Gabrielle. The baby li- the baby stays with the the mother. M- mother. But the other, his two sons and his nephew that he raised, they live with them. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But I just thought, I thought it was interesting because, you know, I know a lot of women who have infertility issues who go through that. That's a really tough thing for a woman to go through anyway. Yeah. And I thought, like, when I saw the article and I was like, you know, you can click a, on a tweet and see people responding. And my stomach turned because there were men saying things like, she can't have a baby. Well, she might as well just be a man then. Oh, yeah. I peeped that. Or, you know, saying stuff so disgusting. And it really, really turned my stomach. 
Like, you already think about her having to deal with Dwayne in that whole situation, knowing you can't have a baby. And then for people who you don't even know to comment on right. your infertility, she probably posted this story so that she could be an inspiration to somebody else. She's like, look at everything I went through. And I'm still in love. I still have an amazing husband. I'm still, you know, I have a great career. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we I don't have everything. And I think that it, it really human, for me, it humanized her. Because I always thought of Gabrielle Union as like this robot. She has a story. Yeah. She has an amazing story. Like, she was raped. Yeah. She had breast cancer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, she has a... Yeah, Gabrielle yeah. Union has a... No, she's... Like, she put out a book, so she has a memoir. But she's also done... I mean, her her rape... I mean, when that whole issue happened with um, 12 Years... Of, not 12 Years a Slave, um, Birth of a Nation and Nat Turner, because she was actually in that... Not Nate, Nat Turner. Nate Parker mm-hmm. and that whole scandal that came out and she was in that movie. She actually wrote a piece for, I think, The Hollywood Reporter and was like how, you know, she didn't know this. So as a rape victim, she's like, wow. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, so I'm in this movie with this guy who's accused of rape. You know what I'm saying? And like, now I got to be in these pictures with him, you know, promoting this movie. Like, mm-hmm. she said it was really hard for her. Yeah, It's really hard for her. But she also said, she was like, I mean, there's rapists walking around here. You know, you just don't know. They're just not, you know, publicized like, uh, uh, like... Nate Parker was. You know what I'm saying? You there's people out here is Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Yeah. It opens up a huge Well, that's because a lot of huge. like a lot of like um police stations don't handle the rape kits or they don't get to the rape kits in time and so then the the evidence goes to dust or whatever. Yeah. You know, it's a whole it's a whole issue with that. That's a whole nother topic for a whole nother day. But. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought it was. I don't. I, you know, my hat goes off to her, and so much respect for her to even put that out there. Because you imagine being that famous and then putting that out there. <laughs> Not to bring up your Kardashians, but like oh, the God. whole situation with like Chloe and how she was. Don't bring her up because we know what she did. Yeah, exactly. You know, what I'm saying you was claiming infertility. They kind yeah. of find out you was on birth control the whole time. You was right. Lamar Odom. That's and that is. Disgusting. And now you have. And now you haven't. I mean, it's only it's. Ve- I don't know if I can say that she's pregnant or not. They said that she, her and Tristan Thompson were having a baby, but I'm like, for them to be real hush hush about it is not like them. So mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah. But I mean, I also find it very odd that like Kim's having a baby, then Chloe, who spent all this money on his body to you know ruin it with pregnancy, and then um <laughs> then like two days later, then Chloe pops up pregnant. Like all y'all, <laughs> just go. I'm over all them. I'm so- you brought them up. I don't want to talk about them. But I'm just saying, well, like, infertility, like, you know what I'm saying? You sitting here, like, making, like, she made a platform for infertility for a long time. And yeah. come to find out, you just on birth control. Right. That made, that pissed me off Women, like, so real much. women are really yes. dealing with infertility that want to be mothers, and they can't because yeah. it's just, their I body know, just can't handle it. I know a woman who was wanting to have a baby since she was, like, 18. She just turned 45 and she wow. had to have her ovaries removed. She never had a child. Wow. And so you think you can you have you have both of your ovaries and you tell your husband that you can't have a child because you have infertility issues. Come to find out that you've only been on birth control. Ooh, this I whole burned, time. I burned up. It made me so hot. Girl, it made me so hot. Yeah, they they're just trash individuals. I'm sorry. It's disgusting. I mean, I'm happy that you you know you you're having a baby. That's I'm great happy. to bring a child into. I hope I hope you know. Come on. I get hope your somebody life. blesses uh Gabrielle Union's ovaries so she can have a child. Yeah. Because and she, I mean, she's old. I mean, if, oh look, wow. Well, not old, but you gonna say? I mean, if, if Janet Jackson can have a baby at fifty, Janet Jackson not sixty. I'm not even she, being, fifty. I'm not even trying to be disrespectful. No, nah, she had a baby at fifty and divorced her husband after five years and what two d two two months two months. months? Yeah, yeah, I was like the blueprint. Oh. Hey, that. <laughs> and you had a son. <laughs> you did it right, sis. <laughs> I'm just saying, you did it right. She did it right. Um, she did it right. All right, so we're going to kind of wrap up this episode. Like I said, it's going to be short, but we did want to get in our midday thought. Yes. All right. So we asked you guys um, this week or last week, 
what does Jiho mean to you? Now, this was a, a, a question geared towards Aggies. Yeah. So if you feel left out, I'm sorry. <laughs> we'll have another one for you next week. Absolutely. Don't feel left out. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> I got a few responses. I got two. Well, I got four. So mm. I'm going to start with Brandon. Brandon said, being a Greensboro local, a local and also being removed a hundred, hundreds of miles from Greensboro in this point in my life, Jiho serves as a double homecoming for me to not only see my Aggie fam, but my family in general. So it's a pretty important weekend for me. Devon said the same thing. It's basically a, an extended family re- reunion. Marcel said it's a reunion. And then Day- Dayton said it's a mental health reset. The mm. positive vibes and family atmosphere, nostal- nostalgia and such really helps detox from the from the year. Facts. I thought that was really nice. Facts. That's all I got. What you got? I got a few. Um, <clears throat> Denicia said, coming home, turning up, nostalgia, black excellence, and unparalleled experience. Mm-hmm. Um, Kay Wanna Foster said, it means seeing family as a nursing student who worked so hard, coming and seeing those same faces who helped me through, whether it was a meal, a word of encouragement, or just being there. It means black magic, man or woman. It means welcome home. It means you'll always have a place here. I could go on and on, wow. but, but it's an experience like no other and my girl t flood said reunion time when black excellence meets again i feel like that should be a slogan for jiho when black excellence when black, is, dot, that, dot, that, dot, yeah, again i like I that oh t flood got something there i like that i know right t flood always come with some you know it's some, flood, baby. some warm feeling you had reading that like yeah well since we got greg in here come to the mic yeah what is it like tell us what jiho uh means to you like that's a, that's a big question. Originally, I ain't gonna lie, I was gonna come from a, I was gonna get too deep on it, but I was like, <laughs> nah, I was gonna get to, because I mean, my my story kind of, my story went left because a, a, a geo experience went went south. However, I can say, um, for me, geo means one word, evolution, um, because I think you see there, you get to see um, how how much people have grown, um, and not in the subtle ways though, not like career, not all the fluff stuff. I'm mm-hmm. talking about just from many of us, not everybody, but many of us from the ways where we used to be in college. Not to say we're all wrong, but right. just as how we, how we moved, the energy we were around, mm-hmm. our focus, our goals. So it's just great to see so many people that are, are growing. And I, I just like to be around people that are not asking about growing in your career, more so asking how you're growing in life. Are you, are you, are you, are you taking those small little steps to get better and growing? So um, just to have an opportunity to, to, to come and be together specifically now in a great space that we're in. I mean, of course, we do have a lot of tragedies going on in the world. However, there's a lot of black excellence going on, like you said. Yes. There's yes. a lot of yes. phenomenal stuff. Absolutely. Like, there's a lot of smiles to be shared and have a place where, where people that are doing well and feeling well be there, but also people, too, that come to Jiho in a, in, a, in a lost place to be around good energy and good vibes. So it's like a cure-all for a lot of things. Yeah. That was a super dope answer. I don't yeah. want to go after that. I know. I don't know how to talk. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what Greg said. Like, right, right. I mean, <laughs> on, I mean, Geo to me is just low key. You know, like we be old. You know, what I'm saying, like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Like, it's a reality. Show. It really, yeah, it really, oh it's a, you know what I'm saying. Like, when you home in Charlotte, like when we're well, I can only speak for myself. Like when I'm home in Charlotte, I'll be like, yeah, I'm gonna go out. I'm about to hit this day party. Please, I'm going home. But homecoming, I'm like, oh, you know, we about to do this. I'm like, I was exhausted last week about everything I got to, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, all right, so Thursday, this will be going to do. Then Friday, I'm going to hit this next level day party. Mm-hmm. Then I'm going to go take a nap. Then I'm going to do this pregame to go to the Green Street. And then we're going to be in the yard. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I'm, I'm exhausted, but I'm so like excited because yeah. it's like, to me, it's just like, you can't tell me I don't still live in the village. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? Yes. I live in the village. Yes. I'm, the village? Yeah. No, the village, the, um, 
Oh, oh dang. Oof. Oh, yeah, see. Oh, okay, all right, okay. I was oh, I, Van Story. I was in Haley. Van Story. I, started, I was in Haley. I, I want to hear. Yeah. Tell me about it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Right. <laughs> yes. Like, oh my but it's 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 just a time to reconnect with friends, like people that you just haven't seen. Like, you know, you only see them on Twitter with 140 characters. Now you get to see them in person. Like, how you really doing, sis? How you really doing, bro? You know what I'm saying? Like, what's going on? You get a chance to just talk, um, whether under the influence or not, and uh, <laughs> just just to be your old self again. To be honest, you know, for me. G-Ho means something different because I actually became closer friends with people in my department, Sherelle included, over social media. So now I get to actually talk to her and have conversations with her and other people who I was maybe I was just too introverted or I was just nervous to make that many friends. So it's like I'm meeting new friends for the first time mm. in a sense. And I'm also, you know, reuniting with the old friends that I've had. And I'm like networking with people and just I can be myself. Right. And I think the thing that a lot of people don't know about HBCUs is that there's not one type of black person here. There Ooh. is an there's an eclectic group of black people at HBCUs. You people when I first went to A and T and people were like, You want A and T? It's a black school. And I'm like, Well, yeah. yeah. But it's not it's not what you think it is. There are people who here who listen to house music. There are people here who listen to see, there are people who listen to rock music. Like there are so many different types of people here. And so just knowing that and <clears throat> Even in the panel, I got to meet a young man who's starting another podcast who listens to alternative music, and we got to talking about mm -hmm. an artist. And it's just like I get to meet new people, meet students, um, give them advice, learn and learn. It's a it's a learning thing and, and reuniting. It's just like it's like school all over again, right. but like on a like a, in like two days, <laughs> right? And, and and magnified. So yeah. I, I love it. I think that's what geo means. Just connecting. It just means connecting. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. 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 Oh my God. And we're on the 30 mark. So this is it for today. Wow. I know that was good. Girl. This, we got a lot. Yeah. Yeah. We covered a lot of ground. At I know, I right? Know. See, I'm just getting on the intro. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, did, I did have to cut your intro a little bit. Oh, no. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> between Minority Trailblazer intro and um, Melanated Perspective intro, I was like, wait, does that say three minutes? Oh, oh no. Nah. And I like the, so like, and then like Greg's intro is um, like his intro is actually by an Aggie, you know what I'm saying? Like that's yeah. my jam. Like his, yeah. my cousins produced that song like at House Studios. Like so, when I listened, I was like, oh, she's a brown skin. Like that's my jam. Yeah, like that song is so dope. Like that's a, that that whole that whole mixtape was just you know, but whatever. It really was. Yeah. Um, the Aggie sorry, Network we got a little, is, we got a little okay. off topic, but it's yeah, okay. The Aggie Network is super dope. Well, please check out Greg's podcast, Minority Trailblazer. He brings some very different content, bringing info. Let me make sure I say this right. What's, what do I need to say? Okay, he said. Dope black people and authentic stories. Please subscribe. I like that. I like that. Right? Yeah. So many slogans <laughs> popping really, up around right. here. I don't got my notebook. <laughs> <laughs> please follow us on. Mm. You can do this. All right. I, I usually get the social media networks wrong. But you, can, you can do this. <laughs> We're going to try it. Okay. Please follow us on Twitter. Yeah. At Head Rap Pod. You got it. Uh, on Instagram mm -hmm. at Head Raps and Lipsticks. Yep. And follow our Facebook page, um, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. If you guys have any topics, suggestions, any questions you want um, to sponsor us, please email us at headwrapsandlipsticks at gmail.com. I'm proud of you. That's, That's it. I did it. You did it. That's oh, my that's it's that's oh it. God. That's it. I be trying. You get you did good, sis. You did real good. Thank you. Thank you so much. 
I guess we can go. I'm like, I'm on a high right now. I know. I'm we just, in a radio station, a day, like yes. collabing with other Aggies, feels, like Minority Trouble. This is just. It feels so good. It's a good day. It feels so good to be home. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening. And we will talk to y'all on the next podcast. Peace. Bye.